Hello and welcome to today's podcast. My name is J. Tom Marsh, but I'm the minister at the Austin Avenue Church of Christ. And I'm so glad that you've joined us. Our next few podcasts are just going to be random thoughts, random studies, random things that I've written. I just want to share with you some of the thoughts and some of the things that have encouraged me, you know, in, in the world we live in. It is so easy for us to get discouraged. Uh, we just noticed in the office that everybody seems to be wearing a blue shirt, and I made the comment, we're all blue today. You know, it'd be easy to be blue as you look around the world and you if all you're listening to is the news, if all you're listening to is the loudest voices out there, it sure is easy to get discouraged. But we're called to live a life of joy. And you go, how do, how do you do that? And I'm going to tell you, the way you do it is you change your clothes. Change your clothes. When we get up in the morning, you know, there's sometimes that you stay, want to stay in your pajamas all day. And as long as you stay in your pajamas all day, you just kind of seem to be sluggish and tired. But if you'll change your clothes, you put on those work clothes, you'll put on those office clothes, you'll put on those dress clothes, it changes the way you feel. You know, God knows that about us. And so in Colossians chapter 3, he writes this. He says, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life that you once lived, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as this. Anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. Don't lie to each other since you are taking off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there's no Gentile or Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, or free, but Christ is all. And is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other. Forgive one another. Forgive one another. If any of you have any grievances against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together. And perfect unity. When I was recovering, uh, newly recovering from the stem cell harvesting and stem cell surgery that I went through for my cancer, I wrote an article in my blog that's called Repentance. I want to read that article to you. It says, as I went through the process over the last month, the one word that that was continually in my mind was repentance. We all know what that repentance means to turn around. And we've all equated repentance with the words, I'm sorry. Repentance is so much more than I'm sorry. The process of stem cell harvesting and transplant reminded me and taught me so much about repentance that I felt a need to write this blog. When my stem cells were harvested, I had a tough time. I became catatonic, unable to move or talk couldn't move my jaw, my jaw locked up, my tongue swelled up. All this took place because I was calcium deficient. I was missing one essential substance. It took three days to gather all the cells needed for a successful transplant, but each of these cells were required to be cleaned so that they could produce a positive result. The stem cells were not the only thing that needed to be cleansed. 
my immune system also needed to be cleaned or killed so that I was give so I was given a high dose of chemotherapy to kill my unhealthy immune system. After a day or two, they put back in the cleaned stem cells and they began to find their place and do their work. This process isn't easy, but my body must work the way that God intended for it to work. You may be thinking, what does this have to do with repentance? As I started this article, <clears throat> most of us have thought of repentance as the removing of the unwanted foam from that frou-frou coffee that people order. Repentance is much more and much more profound. Repentance is the desire and the action of removing not the unwanted foam of evil, but the root of evil in our lives. It involves the complex process of identifying and eliminating sin's deep and persistent cause. It's hard and often painful. It can mean replacing our blood with the blood of Jesus Christ flowing through our veins. And for that to happen, we may have to take a high dose of humility and regret before his new cells can begin to do their work. You see, repentance is not a let's get past this event. Repentance is the transformation of life for the glory of God. After repentance, what you will find is life and life abundant. You know, when Paul was writing to the church in Colossae, he said, you can't hang on to the old way of life and repent and receive the blessings of God. You have to take off one set of clothes to put on another set of clothes. You can't keep the old dirty set of sin clothes and be recognized as holy in the eyes of God. So I want to ask you, have you taken off the old clothes? Have you taken off the old clothes or are you hanging on to them? There's some clothes that man, we just seem to hang on to. They've been defiled by paint. They've been defiled by being torn from getting over barbed wire fences. They've been ripped. They've been torn. They've been worn out. They're threadbare. Folks, there's some things in our life that we just need to throw away. And there's some areas of our life that we need to throw away. And we need to put on the new clothes, the new name of Jesus Christ. 